Hey, you're Devin. Yeah, what's up? Yo, have you heard uh, about the show Riverdale? I've definitely seen it. It's on, on Netflix. Netflix. Yeah. And, well, I think, yeah, it's a CW show, mm-hmm. but it's on Netflix along with Sabrina. That I've seen. Uh, I haven't, but I've heard about it. Um, well, there's this podcast based on the Archie comics and the history of the Archie comics called Riverdale High AV Club. It's hosted by Ezra and Megan, and they are siblings, and they're hilarious. They're very engaging with their audience, and they bring you into their shows with episodes titled Help, I Married a Goth, and This Podcast is a Distraction. These two humans, Ezra and Megan, bring some relief to the crazy stuff that's going on in the world today. I'm just glad they're not aliens. (laughs) We don't know that, dude. (laughs) Um, mixed in with the Riverdale High AV Club podcast is an occasional sideshow, a special edition called the RHS Public Access, where they talk about other Archie titles and popular media, like the ones that we just talked about, the mm-hmm. Sabrina and Riverdale. This podcast can be enjoyed even if you don't know anything about the Archie comics. Very good. They Has bring, yeah, I mean, but they're funny because they talk about other stuff. Um, but they're so entertaining. It's funny. Um, you can find Riverdale High AV Club podcast on Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify. Check out their website, RiverdaleHighAV.club or RHSAVClub.com. Find them on Instagram and Twitter at Riverdale High AV. Well, I'm definitely going to do that. All right, let's do it right now, actually. Pull it up. <laughs> Welcome to another edition of uh, the Lovecraft Country After Show. My name is JP, otherwise known as Jason. We've got Anita. Hello. We've got Devin. What's up? We've got Money G. Money G, here. And this episode was called A History of Violence. And I think they probably got that term because they went to Boston and visited the Natural History Museum, maybe? The Museum of Natural History. And I want to start off by saying that there's a torrential downpour outside there's a a front moving in that's freaking like uh dropping a lot of rain bringing uh tornadoes and and uh flying animals flying monkeys from the we should be reviewing twister right (laughs) yeah this is the finger of god (laughs) it's going on outside so this was an interesting episode it was kind of threw me for a loop i watched it Last night, or today's Monday, and I watched it this morning. I can't remember when I watched it, but I watched it once before, and then we watched it as a group. And um, it was uh, very uh, like Jumanji. It reminded me of Goonies and a little bit of National Treasure. Yeah, very much so. And even Night at the Museum. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, (laughs) they brought in a lot of stuff with this one. Yeah. And so the episode started with uh, Montrose chilling in the house, drinking again on the couch, like yeah, he always he does. I don't know if he was chilling. He, he was, was chilling, he man. He tormented. He was. He was like <laughs> was hallucinating, talking trauma, to himself. And, uh, yeah. So, so, much, like, so like, much traumatic memories. Burning like pictures. Yeah. yeah was, it's, it's, this is a weird show because like, there's so many little like Easter eggs hidden in here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm trying to look for them, but it's hard 
to like even on a second viewing catch some of these things it's a lot mm-hmm. a lot of little things true. yeah so montrose is really tormented oh, yeah. about this you know he's got his complete collection of uh vinyl records on the wall that's mm-hmm. not really helping him his attitude too much Mm-mm. um that was the lights flickering yeah, yeah so it's getting spooky. Hopefully, uh, we, we'd be all right. My equipment doesn't short out. I have faith in us. Okay, well, at least that makes one of us. Yeah, yep. that's all you need. We'll get um, through it. One of the things that I noticed was he was, I don't know whose voice he was hearing when he was kind of being delusional, but he, I, I remember hearing. It sounded like George, I think, uh, at it was some multiple point. Voices. Yeah, it was, and I heard like a pick a switch. That was his father. That was we uh, know from yeah. episode oh, two, shit. I think, when they, um, what was it, three? I think it was two when they first get the house, right? Letitia. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they talk about how his father beat him for going to the colored baseball game to meet the players. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So it seems like he got physically beat by the father quite a bit. Um, and then and he's looking at the the book, The Order of the Ancient Dawn, mm-hmm. and he reads that line that really stuck out with me was, God smites Eve. There was uh, several lines on on that page. It said Eve named, and I'm sorry, Adam named Eve fucked mm-hmm. the serpent. The serpent oh. pecker. Okay. <laughs> I can't remember. And, you know, this kind of is in line with old Christina, you know, because she's on to the fact that, like, the, the women are not part of the party and that part of the book... And I was just wondering if, like, what if Christina, that's her name, right? Christina, yeah. is on, on her own mission to find these pages because maybe those missing pages have a lot to do with, like, females. Could be. Because I, I told y'all from the get go that she had her own agenda. Yeah, she definitely does. Mm-hmm. And she's working separately than William. Yep. And um, so that line stuck out. And then old Montrose just threw that whole damn book in a uh, garbage can with the whiskey or the scotch or whatever his drink of choice is. Montrose is on a mission to basically to have the enemy or the, the worst person with them to stop them from really accomplishing what they're trying to do. He's, he's really trying to cover something. Montrose, yeah, he, uh, yeah his he's up to, his he's homosexuality. Been, he's been up to, he's trying to hide that. Sure. think? Are we on? The, are we all in uh, agreement that. that he is homosexual? That's I, what Tree I, was trying I, I to tell Adam. Mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, he's a shady dude. He mm-hmm. has a lot of, a lot of secrets, a lot of things that's been done between him and his brother. Uh, it's a lot. There's things that people older know about him that the younger generation doesn't know and if he is queer that's a beautiful thing and more power to him let that be known so then that would mean that his marriage to tick's mom might have been a cover-up well i mean think about that time of the in the this is just really crazy. There's so many unknowns right now. Yeah. Still, the mystery is still very. You really don't have to make a choice. I mean, guys, this guy's doing it now. Yeah, I mean, there's the so closet there's was uh, been. Yeah, the closet was huge Sad. back then. Well, it would uh, make sense closet. why 
Tick's mother while there would be an opening for her to go to George. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. You know, if that was if part of to protect there, him from his father, that would explain his abuse from his father too. Mm-hmm. His father might have known that he was a little off. I want about Hippolyta though. I don't know if she knew. But their chi- their child is real young, so maybe Hippolyta wasn't even really recent. in the picture yeah. back then. You know what? Back then, in, in African American times, you, you, people had uncles that mess with boys in the family, mm-hmm. and they still had a wife or a girlfriend. Like it's just their greediness and able to do it, and know it's going to be swept up under the rug. You know, like. No, That's a lot of people are so embarrassed abuse. to even say anything. Victims then mm-hmm. they weren't they weren't going to say nothing. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I, I wouldn't necessarily think that that was just <coughs> limited to African American people. Well, that's all I can relate to. I, I didn't grow up in a white house, so. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, well, sexual so. abuse no. as a child has its struggles because you don't have people that will listen to you and protect you from. Um, the person that's uh, that's that's abusing you. So. One one of the other things that I really liked about this episode um, is the music. Yeah, I like the music it was too. on point. I want the soundtrack. For yeah, this. we'll we'll talk a little bit more about that later. But so, um, one of the things that he says as that as he lights that on fire was smells like Tulsa. Mm. I missed that part. Yeah, and because he was like, "You might be all Tick has left." Is that that was in the voices, that was right? George. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So, uh, Christina, it goes to Christina driving. This bitch better have my money, money. Yep. I'm like, "Dag on, man! This is some some cool music." And she shows up at the house, and um, she confronts Letty, and she's like, "Who helped evict Hiram?" Mm-hmm. So who's Hiram? It's Epstein. That's the Hi- same person. That's the same guy. That's Hiram <laughs> Epstein. Hiram Epstein. Mm. Okay. Um, and then she has words of wisdom for Letty. Uh, Don't let the men fool you. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm I'm almost one hundred percent that these missing pages have something to do with. Oh yeah. Not only the the opening to Eve or Eden, but also something about. Women. Mm. So maybe she is able well, they, uh, to use her blood to open the Garden of Eden. That's possible. They they mentioned that um, Tick could have been just a, a means to an end in order to in order for Christina to kill the father. You know, like she wants the power for herself, ultimately. Or she finds out that maybe she was the power the whole time and they didn't know it because of the patriarchic um, establishment. Mm -hmm. I believe that she sabotaged the ritual uh, with Atticus. And uh, the reason it was sabotaged, not just because of his bloodline, but I believe that she put a hex on the ring. I believe that that she put a hex on something to make it not happen. Hmm. And... uh, She's not going to stop till she gets what she wants. That's evident. Um, we're seeing that she couldn't walk into the house with the blood X on it. But mm-hmm. once again, was it the blood X or is it, is it another reason she couldn't come in? And she also that, mentions yeah. that she wants that um, model of the solar system. Mm-hmm. Do we see this in the library later on? Right. Well, um, she uh, the uh, what's her name? Christina. 
says uh, that this is going to get you killed again. So she had, she had been killed when they were in the mansion. Mm-hmm. And it was Atticus's decision to save her versus George. George. Um, so they cut to the scene where Hippolyta is talking to her father, I believe, on the phone. Mm-hmm. So it would be Diana's grandpa, grandfather, about the orrery. Such a lovely word to say, orrery. Orrery, minus the G. <laughs> so <laughs> so there, there's something about that thing that we saw in that one spare bedroom mm. from previous episode, the solar system, which isn't uh, our solar system because there are different planets floating around it. Am I correct on that? Or was it our solar system? No, it seemed uh, like it, it was some Because it had two different suns. It had suns. two suns. Yeah. So that, that was the quandary, whether it was like one was representing an eclipse or whether there really were two. Yeah. Um, um, but it's something to do with the time travel, like it's a key to a time machine. So Letty walks into the library to find Tick and confronts him about him trying to kill Christine. <coughs> and uh, that's when he says that she can't be killed. So, I mean, she's, there's definitely some, some craziness going on here. I mean, it's yeah, like he wants, yeah. I don't know why he really wants her dead other than, you know, the fact that she's bringing all this on, what he thinks is bringing all this on. Or mm-hmm. yeah. he could be like she's madly in love with her and he's like, man, you, you know. You talking about. Uh, Christina, how, how he feels toward yeah. He feels that well. I'm gonna tell you what. If I was him, I'd kill her too. Why? Because um, first of all, uh, she's very demonic, and that shit that's going on is it's not normal shit. And mm. they've seen monsters. They've seen all this shit, and it's like she's in control of their life. Mm. And that's why he said he's not leaving and going back. And to you know, things are are definitely safer or. Mm-hmm. That that's you know what's going on. That weird shit is is over with. Yeah, I don't even think it's just so much. I mean, whether it's been racism or weird shit, his thirst is driven by this continuous search and wanting to find out and find out and find out. So that's away from the racism part of making sure that Letitia is okay. Yeah, you know. And then his dad knows things. That he what didn't bring up before, mm-hmm. and he's finding out his dad is pretty much Montrose. Yeah, Montrose is this as they go on, they find out he knows more and more and more and more. But that's what I was saying. That him and George, he knows a lot, and George exposed a lot. But there's things they know that has not been revealed yet in the movie. Right. Yeah. Um, so. Is the Ori a key to finding the pages? And that's one of the things that, uh, you know, is kind of being thrown around in the, in the narrative. Um, one of the things I kind of chuckled at is, uh, what was the book Journey to the Center of the Earth that the child was? Yeah, he was holding in the library. I wonder if that is Tick. Oh, like a... Like some alternate dimension, some Back to the Future stuff. stuff. Yeah, mm, could be. That's a good. That's a good thought. Because he's could getting be. really mad, you know. He's, but then again, well, how could it be Tick if? I mean, this is a messed I up mean, story. It seems like just kind of foreshadowing to what's happening. The theme the, of the show, yeah. kind of like what they've been doing, but 
it's a really good one. Like they're so good. Like what we've been saying about throwing these references, scattering them throughout the each episode. And in this year, there must have been something going on with the <coughs> with the White Sox or or the Cubs, Cubs. because they were watching mm-hmm. baseball at the, at the bar, mm-hmm. and uh, and that's when they discuss uh, possibly heading off to Boston um, to go find. Because uh, Montrose seems to know that I like, hey, I got a feeling I know where this uh, vault is, mm-hmm. and so they pack up their stuff and uh, there's some banter, some se- sexual tension going on as they're packing up the car, and then uh, they're like, "Why is Hippolyta? I think he invited them on purpose, Hippolyta and Diana." Well, he had to to use the car. That's not true. I mean, they could use the car anyway. It was Woody. They used the car before. Yeah. But George went. So? I mean. So it was his car, ultimately. Yeah. I mean, I think think there's probably a a different reason. there could be more. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but that was the reason. That was a good reason, though. Mm -hmm. Hey, it ain't my car. I had to invite them. Well, she's already been asking a lot of questions just in regards to George's death. Mm -hmm. So they know, you know. We got to really be careful about how we go about things. I think if they were just to take the car and leave, that would cause more. Yeah, inqu- inquiry. Right, right. But look right here. Yeah, you can tell this guy is kind of tree. Yeah, tree is a uh, he's a city mac daddy, and, and that woman <laughs> she wants him to ride because he's must. I believe he messed with her too. City mac daddy. Yeah, he messed with Letty when she was in high school. And she's I, I think like, well, that he was lied a, about that. Th- yeah, that was a yeah. story that he told his homies, and because she was like, I, "You know, I should know because I fucked you in high school." Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, she would know the nickname. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I think she invited him in the car as kind of like a you know f you. Oh, tree, because she knows, um, like Hippolyta <laughs> knows that they're up to something. Mm-hmm. So, oh well, let me make this even more uncomfortable for you guys. I think she wanted to make herself this, more comfortable. By inviting this guy in, maybe. Tall, young, dark, maybe. and handsome. Maybe, maybe, maybe. With no man with her. <laughs> Why not the company? Why not, huh? But who knows? There's a lot of stuff going on in the relationships <coughs> of these people, too. It's very emotionally... Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of boundary issues and a lot of um, dysfunction. So Ruby's getting really uh, upset with the situation at Marshall Fields. <laughs> She's—I guess she was trying to get a job there earlier in the narr- in the story, and she walks in and she finds uh, another black woman has gotten a position there, and that kind of makes her upset. And she is got her own personal demons going on, you know. Um, yeah, she's a woman scorned. Yeah. And um, and so the back to the neighborhood, Christina meets with the cops and Captain Lancaster. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, it's and, hard being a girl. And she wanted to talk to Hiram at the Winthrop house. She was heading there, so somehow she didn't even know that that uh, that that um, cleansing happened with um, Carmen. I think that was her name, Carmen. Miss Cleo? <laughs> Miss Cleo. Miss Cleo showed up with the goat. Right. Um, and so she 
expresses that that may be the key to the missing pages, Hiram. And he, uh, Captain Lancaster, has was, was he trying to become a son of Adam or? So he is one recently okay. um, inducted, but he's in a different lodge. That's where he comes from. So there's Montrose was saying there's 34 lodges. Okay. 35. 35. 35. Okay. Um, so he's just one of one of many connected around. Okay. Um, and he <laughs> see this is another instance where they're talking about females because he explicitly says no cunts allowed Mm. you know and and i don't know if that means in the broad sense of women or just her because she's a cunt to him probably 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 broad yeah okay (laughs) um and so they go back to the garage again this this has got like a lot of uh settings there's the garage there's the the police station there's the house and then there's the uh museum right so they go back to the garage and uh let me see oh wait no 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 um no the back in boston they they're finally at the natural history museum and everything when they get there is very whimsical the music you know the score it's very musical it's driven by this score and it's very reminiscent to night of the museum and natural what was that movie with uh nicholas cage natural, natural treasure. treasure yeah um and they uh, diana and hippolyta head to the um what are those things called the observatory yes what is it actually called, though? Uh, I would have called it the observatory. It's the constellation. Yeah. Mm. I want to say IMAX, but no, it's the it back there. <laughs> it's the um, star, whatever. Uh, I want to find out what that's called. Nobody. Planetarium. Planetarium. Yeah, there you yeah, go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And that's when Diana talks about Harriet's chariot, or Hera's chariot, yeah. and Nancy Studebaker. Who's is that a real person, Nancy Studebaker? There's got to be at least five of them in the phone book. Mm. You think? Is she, <laughs> yeah. is she invented the car? I don't think so. Or is she won the prize from from whatever to name that comet? Yeah, for optics. Yeah. Optics. You couldn't let a a black person. Do it. She should have fought. That's what her daughter said. Black people were black people were fighting for a lot of things back mm. then. So not just comet. <laughs> getting they're, getting, they're, your, getting the name a comet would have been pretty. Right. It's almost like the ladies that were writing code for spaceships for NASA. They didn't get any sort of credit for that until recently. We're, they were fighting for each other and against each other all at the same time. So let's see. So they were walking through Titus Braithwaite's uh, wing, and notice how close Montrose and Sammy become since Tick has been gone. Who is Sammy? (coughs) Sammy is the light-skinned bartender. Bartender? That's what I thought. Uh, He was getting the the Mm blowjob in the the back alley. In in episode one? Yeah, that got interrupted, which must have sucked. Sucked. 
Must have blew. Must have really yeah. blew. But uh, I think Sammy and Montrose got a thing going on. Mm. Well, good, good for them. So that might be the relationship, the closet relationship. And he might have had to do some favors to the security guard to get that mm-hmm. vault. Now back at the museum, the yeah, security he guard. He is very, in. very prideful. He's very. He tries so hard to be such. These guys definitely like macho man. Sense. He's shady. When you shady, everything about you shady. He's, he's street savvy, educated and shady. And but there's this. There's this. Oh, it's this male ego from him that's more than just a shadiness. It's I'm trying to prove my manliness and like everything I'm doing. So that kind of he's would street be and he's better understanding so, for someone who's not able to come out. Yeah, it's not. But the thing is, it's not weird the way he is. I mean, it's. It's very common. Yeah. We probably can go find a couple of them outside. Right. Yeah. You know, he runs it. You know, mm-hmm. you got guys that are sitting there drifting, and you got guys that are hustlers, schemers, scammers, liars, and, and closet closet homosexuals. Yes. it's a lot. So we, you were talking about, oh, the place where they're at the planetarium, and then it goes over to um, them back at the, museum right and then that they're breaking into the museum that night yeah and then the vault thing that kind of really how did they have this perfect timing and turn off the flashlights and then the lighting just perfectly like lined up to help them open this vault in this i wrote that down because that was really like I believe they did it the was, research on it. I believe they did research on it. perfect timing. Yeah, I, I believe they were reading, and I can't remember what part I was looking at, but uh, it was something they were reading before they even went to the museum. And once they went to the museum, they started, like, reading and looking at stuff, and I, I guess they just basically tried it. Um, it seems like Montrose knows, knew more about what to do and when and how and what, like he's known already before they even got there. It well, was, that was be- well, yeah, because in, in the library, when Tick was in the library looking at those books, every library card he pulled from the back of the book, the last name exactly. on the card was Montrose. Yep. So he had already been down this path. Exactly. And he's read the bylaws yeah. for the order too, so that might had some sort of connection in there. So that means yes, yeah, so that means he's. There's, there's so, yeah, there's something definitely he knows something's going on. or I don't know like he it could be that he's working for the like Christina or is helping her or it could be that maybe he knows something more than all of them and he's trying to like keep them from discovering yeah basically, what's definitely. at the end of the road they're on you, like, see, you yeah. see how it went off you don't people. want you don't want them going any further or yeah. finding out the language of Adam evidently uh-huh. once no. we get there. <laughs> evidently yeah um, one of the things that I looked into was um, the music, and do you know who Raphael Sadiq is? Yes, he uh, is part Tony, Tony, Tony. Yeah, Lucy Pearl. He is uh, one of the composers. Him and this lady named Laura Cartman, and she has over a hundred and thirty titles to her credits. Okay. Oh. And she's uh, I mean, this doesn't really matter. She's a white lady, I think, and. A lot of her credits are uh, socially, yeah. You know, yeah. like there's a lot of black themed right. stuff to her right. credits. Um, so I think that I don't know. Like one of the things that is in her credits is underground. Yeah. 
Yeah. Which was uh, Journey Smollett's previous uh, gig was Underground. Okay. That show Underground. So anyway, there's a lot of, uh, when it comes to the cast and crew, there's a lot of, um, you know, relationship coming coming in. Um, so Letty discovers that the year of renovations done to the museum was 1810, which was just a few short years before the order was created. Right. And um, she got that from the uh not a not a book a brochure it was a brochure and uh so things are coming together and they go back to the cave and they've been walking forever like a fraggle rock and uh they come to a plank and this plank was like i think the plank scene just took forever when i was watching it it did i'm like daggone man first of all like that that plank ain't gonna hold one person, not one, not one person, let alone three people jumping around on it. How long would you feel, how long would you have lasted <coughs> on the plank? But it was a magic <coughs> plank. I don't know. I it was chanted. I didn't like how long it took Omar to run and jump. Uh, it should have been so far. Hey, sorry, I mean uh, Montrose. Montrose. I mean. He took so long to jump, run and jump. It shouldn't even been any way he could have even made it. Mm. And he had on those 1950s hard bottom shoes. Wood on wood don't work. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> wood on wood. Yes. All those shoes were slippery if they weren't tennis shoes. Mm-hmm. So they get back. It switches back to uh, the bar and Ruby singing the hell out of the blues because she's just tormented. She's all kinds of distraught over some shit. The crowd was not fucking with her, though. No. And that dude that was sitting yeah. there right close. You know, yeah. I'm like, man, what is this dude? It's Colonel Sanders looking dude Good. sitting right there. Giving him bad vibes off. She's just been taking a lot of L's. Yeah. She can't get the jobs. The bad she vibes. Yeah. And she's and, a very unhappy lady. Yeah. And, uh,. She walks up to the bar and and the bartender starts pouring her a drink and she's like, "No, nah, I ain't got no money." And he's like, "No, it's from Blue Eyes down at the end of the corner." And uh, old William sitting there, he looked <laughs> a little different too. He did. He had a little bit more color. Yeah, that's because he had some drinks. And maybe it was because he was in a, a room full of black people. Yeah. <laughs> and and he looked like he had been sitting he's there like for a, a while. Like a chameleon. Yeah, he was sitting there and he's like sw- nobody noticed. Wouldn't you think like? If some white dude is sitting in a room full of black people, back then anyway, that they would, but, but there, wasn't were, there he... were white people in there though. There, oh, was there? there? Yeah, there, there were other white people in there. There were some Chinese people in there. It was, was kind of a little multicultural type of room. But at the bar, it was more white people sitting at the bar. I didn't even <clears> notice. Uh, yeah. I just noticed uh, <clears throat> Ruby. I'm all about Ruby, dude. Yeah, this gig right here was a little. It's a little, little different. And so uh, William buys her a drink, and he gets her drunk. By the time that they're done talking. Bartender's gay, for sure. Sammy? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, remember the the back alley? Yeah, but, I mean, he <clears throat> definitely, like, that wasn't just a, here, give me a blowjob, and I'll, you know. And you know what? Most drugs. of the guys in there got on suits. It looks like a, maybe a little. 
mid-class to upper tempo type of situation. It's not like the places he was performing at. Well, wasn't was he was he the guy that picked that picked up Montrose to begin with? Sammy? No, William. William. Yeah, he was. So Tree had originally told Atticus that it was some white guy in a car in a Bentley or something. A Bentley. Right. Mm-hmm. So this bar it, it wouldn't be shook to see some hoity-toity white dude up in there. Right. Some some really really white dude. Yeah, cuz she talked about how white guys approach her and you know, she was basically saying what she tells them, like, you know, I'm not that easy or I can buy my own drinks. Mm-hmm. I'm more than just drinks. And she's trying to prove a point. We're back to the cave again, and um, they're still at the damn plank. And they see a door, and Montrose is just off the hook. He's just screaming and raving, ranting and raving. Um, and that's when they, they talk about the water and the moon set. And, um, you know, they know that their time is limited down there. And it's just a weird scene because they're walking and they walk a thousand miles. And pop back up in Chicago. And pop back up <laughs> in Chicago. It's crazy. And the lady's going home without, with her daughter without them. <laughs> well, because they called. Okay. You know, they they called and they said, hey, we're back in Chicago. And they're like, and she's like, oh, okay, I'll I'll be heading back home. Uh-huh. Um, so back in back in Chicago, Ruby is with William, and she literally drank an entire bottle, and she's talking about uh, basically white privilege. Oh yeah, you know she's saying we have to work, we have to. It's, a, it's like we have to run and we have to do extra work to get there, and it, it's winner take all. Mm-hmm. And she is like, unlike you, you ain't got to do shit. <laughs> you starting at the finish line. Uh, I wouldn't even have to run. But doesn't anybody else get me some like weird Dracula vampire vibes from William? <coughs> I get them from all of them. All of them, right? Because like, yeah. Dracula was like, he seduced women and stuff, right? And just he has mm-hmm. that weird scar thing on his chest and yeah. some of the shots the white woman is the creepier one to me like he was like sucking I, don't, I, don't, neck. I don't think vampires just settle for one yeah gender either exactly but he was also talking about like oh i can change you forever and then the song comes on what song um that's something to do with like oh Marilyn Manson put a spell on you yeah like doing Dracula that's the second these, track these, from Marilyn Manson all these too. kind of spells and stuff I was like you know yeah, Maybe they got gospel music, Marilyn Manson. Uncle Freeman's favorite book is just going to come back in a different kind of way. You know, I'm thinking this Dracula is going to have some sort of reveal later with them. I think they're just demons. They're straight up demons. I think they're witches, but just devil worshippers, a cult. I, I think that they're just people. I won't be surprised if Ruby becomes a mortal. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think they're. Thing. I think they're mortal. But mm-hmm. I think they're sorcerer. They're in the sorcery, witchcraft, devil worship. Mm-hmm. Witchcraft does not equate to devil worship, just so you know. Well, they doing spells and stuff, and uh, and to me, with the with the creep the monsters, that that is completely 
in the demonic uh, Rob Zombie mm-hmm. uh, Metallica t-shirts. Metallica's t-shirts. I love a group with their t-shirts. It's just all. It's all bad. It's evil. Yeah. <laughs> Metallica. <laughs> gotta disagree. Metallica's yeah. evil, man. Marilyn Manson. Right. Rob Zombie. Yeah. Shit, white zombie. <laughs> Shit. Oh, back in the back 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 in the caves, the water is rising pretty quickly. Tick questions Montrose about the order, and Montrose gets all pissed off. And he's like trying to say that he doesn't know anything <laughs> about it, but George told him. Right. You know, and uh Montrose tells that he burnt the book to keep the family safe. And I don't think that's true. Mm-mm. I think that he burnt the book to keep the order safe, possibly. Exactly. I knew that from the first time they showed him that he was shady and he was a part of it. Who, mm-hmm. Montrose? Yeah. And they knew that he was shady. The order knew that he was shady. That's why they went and got him. Right. And that's why they had him handcuffed in the bottom of that silo. I don't trust anybody with a big scar on their face. All you needed for him was some men. Happened. You needed some men, some women, and some booze. You know, that's the type of guy he is. Not easy to lure. <laughs> or too easy. Too easy. Almost. Yeah, it's a little too easy. To easy. You do anything. Um, and so they're uh, back in the dungeon again, and or the caverns, and they're walking, and this is where we start figuring out that they're closer to Chicago because Letty sees a body and she's like, that's one of the white dudes that went missing. Oh, wow. You can recognize him. So swollen water. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, it was just like two days ago. Yeah, but shit. I, I don't, don't think he was that swollen. You know what? Think about this though. Like you really seen those guys that long living next door to them when they were just skinny, regular white dudes. And now well, they stood outside up. out front all day long with their, <laughs> with their bricks on the horns. Dude. And so, um, and there's all kinds of dead people down there. There's skeletons just floating around. Missing arms. I wonder whose arm that was. Somebody who tried to get mm, in and couldn't. I know. Was it, it had to, related to Hiram? Who, was there anybody in the other episodes that was missing an arm? I know. I was trying oh, to figure that out, wow. too. I don't remember. It might oh, have been somebody yeah. in the background. The, the sheriff. Some Lancaster. <gasps> the sheriff was missing an arm? The sheriff in the woods got his arm ripped off. When oh, they were well, in the well, cavern, uh, yeah. that was different. Not, not in the cavern, though. I mean, yeah, yeah in the woods. Yeah. One of the monsters ripped his arm off. It's probably one of the Lancaster Lodge Somebody. members. Yeah, trying to, trying to get down there for these. Everybody wants these. Maybe pages. it was a kid with the book in the library. Mm, it probably yeah. It could what have if been. what if everybody that died in this movie ends Willow. up being in there? Willow Smith. You know that? <laughs> what if, what if everyone who dies in the movie ends up being in the cave? Yeah. That'd be interesting. Everyone dies, ends up in the cave. Oh, the dies, ends up in the cave. All pioneering. That's a thought. I'll stick with that arm. I was wondering, like, why would Montrose, in such a weird time, be like, you got to go apologize to her? Because that's right after she called Tick on his savior freaking um, complex he was having. Like he has to take care of everybody, and she, no one can do for themselves or make their own decisions. Like it's, he was like always have a, shit. always have a love song. Yeah, then 
Like, when a man loves a man. Heartfelt moment. Then they want to have a kiss in staff-affected water. (laughs) That was later. Okay. It's still disgusting. Um, Another door. They run into another door that needs the correct key, and there's an arm attached. Whose arm is it? We don't know yet. We'll find out, though, I'm sure. Um, and one of the my favorite scenes in that was when the camera, that scene, like, I was just thinking about how it was set up on some soundstage somewhere that filled this huge aquarium up, gave it, like, you know, this Fraggle Rock makeover. And so they're sitting there talking, and he like he's like, man, I'm going to have to be the one to do this. Right. So they tear out that that arm right and it floats and <laughs> he gets all pissed mm-hmm. off and he scoots it by and he's like looking at his hand he's like man i'm gonna have to put oh wait i gotta put that ring on right so he has to find that ring luckily he had it with him i bet when he was leaving earlier from the library he's like man i gotta make sure i bring that ring because that ring is gonna get me in a door yeah and so he puts his hand he puts his ring on his on his hand and he puts it down in there in the in the hole and the camera follows him, follows his hand right. down in there. I'm like, man, that's so smooth. You know, and he puts his hand in there. And it um, and it clamps down and it starts bleeding. And it was the blood that opened the door. Right. It wasn't the, well, it might have been a combination between the ring and the I don't blood. think the ring is actually doing anything. You don't think the ring is doing nothing? I don't think it is. Doing Make, something for him psychologically. Yeah, I don't think the ring. I think the the, the hex is on the ring from the girl, and the ring is not really what's allowing him to get further into where he's going. I think it's just him. The the language of Adam is that what was the the hieroglyphs like along the door frame of this vault wall? The things that lit up after it it took his blood mm. were those? There were some sort of hieroglyphics, but. I don't know if that's is that this language. I have have we seen the writing of this language? I don't know. I thought that was kind of interesting that at this vault door, there's all this writing. Yeah, I know. I mean, and it lights that. up, and but we don't. It's just there's been hieroglyphics. Yeah, there's been, there's been other instances of that too. Yeah, in here. Sick. Um, but it very well could be. I mean, that's what the show is centered on so i don't know what what else it would be yeah. if it's not pertaining to that mm-hmm. um and so now uh he gets into there well the, that that's not even a door the door was up on the ceiling and it pops open there's this rope ladder that leads up to one-eyed willie's ship right and yeah goonies <laughs> so kicked in right there and they're walking around <laughs> seeing all these dead people and or uh you know former pow's uh, there's one where I was nursing. Mm-hmm. I was like, look at that. Right. You know, mother and child. And so they walk around and they find the missing pages. They're just sitting there on a the table and some old ass. Uh, he, 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 she. Two spirits. Well, but then we don't know. We just uh, see yeah, that, just, that some, something's yeah. holding, some person's holding this. This. Um, Look like they had a lot of tribal stuff, tribal tattoos and things on them. Some, yeah. some tribal stuff on them, tribal hieroglyphics. Um, and so this, this, the missing pages are sitting there, 
and they're just all like in pristine <laughs> condition. And uh, Tick goes to pick them up, and I, I remember noticing money. You were like, they're just gonna sit there. <laughs> yeah, they're sitting there watching his bones crack. Like, kick, 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 kick. They're sitting there looking. The, at like it. the ring, like the that, or was it the grudge? Yeah, the grudge where that that lady's all contorted and stuff. After they've killed all these people, why would you wait so long to let something get itself to that point? Yeah, where it's ready and it's formed up to be what it's gonna be. I love watching uh, Tick's facial expressions, like when this thing is going through that, coming back to life, and he's like, ooh. Yeah. You should see Montrose's oh. face. Oh. Uh, when the boobs came up. He was yeah, like, he was just oh. looking he was he wasn't even looking at the face. He was just looking at the neck. He was looking at the naked body like yeah. Montrose. Yeah. Maybe he does swing both ways. Yeah. Oh, because he was looking at the thing. He was looking at the thing. It didn't even freak him out as bad as everybody else. He was still holding the lantern all still and everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he didn't waver. See, I was kind of confused there because I think two spirit is like a a more uh it's like a, a really recent term mm-hmm. oxymoron no 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 it's it's a term that replaced a different term that it's kind of like you know we don't say colored people anymore you know we don't say negroes anymore it's, some people don't even like to be called african-american because they might not be african-american they might be yeah. just black i'm black that's me well there was a term, I forget what it was called, that Two-Spirit replaced, and it was similar to that because it was a derogatory term. I'm new to that. I'm new to this one. Well, Two-Spirits were held in high regard in um, indigenous, uh, time, like the older times back in the day, uh, it was only Western civilization that started, uh, well, I don't know if that's true or not, but Western civilization didn't have room for this kind of, uh, like homosexuality, this, uh, homosexuality and, and, and was it more like people born with both sexes? Well, it wasn't even like two spirit isn't even, I don't even think it has to do with, hermaphrodite i think it's just a broad term for people who are different like homosexuals or uh hermaphrodites okay they kind of class a transgender okay and back in the days it kind of classed it all in one thing Mm -hmm. it's kind of like circus freakish yeah okay yeah but in in a good way like in in uh see some popcorn and watch them naked (laughs) in cage so um (laughs) They find the missing pages, awaken the savage. You remember, because they were talking about the savagery before when I think it was the tour guide was walking and giving the tour, and she mentions uh, Titus bringing, like, killing the savages. And uh, so they talk about the savage and the two spirit, and, sh- and he starts somehow, <coughs> you know, somehow he's, Tick is like, a translator. Yeah. And he starts talking about the land of many waters and that they had no reason not to trust Titus and that Titus killed the indigenous people and imprisoned the two spirits. Um, and then the group find their way to the elevator, just like that. It's like, they go from there, they get the, they get the, uh, the, 
paper. Yeah, the scroll. The scroll or whatever. The missing pages. Yeah. And so they go to the elevator, and then she drops it. And so she's got to go find the pages. And that's when she comes back, and he's like, man, she's a hero too. So that's when he starts kissing on her. You know what? And it kind of explains how how it ended. I mean, Matros really didn't don't seem like he cares about getting these scrolls. It's, it's not a it's not a priority. Oh, I don't think it's it's not even about he doesn't want the scrolls that's, to be found. That's what I'm saying. Or he doesn't want the, them to be translated. Exactly. Like, because when they were floating away, they floated right past him. I'm like, how come we just didn't grab him? <laughs> and she wants to be badass, swim after him, you know, go get through this, risk drowning over like to me. I don't understand why she is so driven to solve this situation. Like, it's like, what are you getting out of it? Uh, and I'm not just saying because she's a black woman, but out of any woman, like, what woman wants to do this shit? Like, oh my god, I got to make sure we do this because after you do this shit, so where do you? What next? Yeah, I mean, it's, it, now hey, she is a woman and she did get a big ass house out of the situation. Maybe she just want to see shit, you know, just keep getting blessings or something. Yeah, she didn't have to take the house. She didn't, I mean, or did she? she I don't think she had, I don't think they had any money uh, given to them by the mother. I don't think anything. I think she was actually staying because remember, she asked the sister to stay with her. And she said, well, you can only stay with me, you know, short spurts of time. So I think she was just staying here and there and there and there. Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, so, um, Hippolyta and Diana are driving in the middle of a corn, you know, out in the middle of nowhere. And I was getting confused at this point, but, um, Diana asked, uh, how did they get back to Chicago? You know, basically. And they, they don't answer. She's just like, I don't know. Um, and Hippolyta looks over and sees the atlas. And she's like, where'd you get that? You know, and she looks closer and sees that there's a big old circle over there near Devon County. Uh-huh. So she's putting two and two together. She's seeing what's what's going on, what's developing. She's being lied to. What's trending? <laughs> she's being lied to. And... Uh, she's pissed off. So she's going to turn around, and where is she driving back to? Back home in Chicago. Oh, when she stops. Yeah, because she sees where, Devon County on the map. That's where he died, where George died. Okay, so where, now she's going to want to go to Devon Cam, uh, County and, and find out if it's true. Yeah, she says she wants to get answers. So She's going to go back. Driven, and, mm-hmm. Take your daughter back to Lynchburg. And you know what? If they're going to do that, they could at least win a little, maybe one more inch with that one. Let's see it on this movie. I'm sorry to uh, all of our listeners. Oh, yeah. Um, so <laughs> they're back at the house, and Two-Spirit is sitting at the table, and it looks like it's the same room that had the orrery. Mm-hmm. And she's tell them, telling them about the spell that she was under. That could be a siren. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they're like, man, we need to teach this lady English because uh, we can do that. We translate to us. Yeah. And Montrose compliments Tick about his heroism during the journey to the center of the earth. 
And then <laughs> Montrose kind of steps back into the room and glances at Two Spirit. Little little hand on the shoulder action. And gives her a little smiley face. Mm. The old slicerone. For the death blow. Yeah, what's up with that? Like Money's been saying, he's really trying to get in the way of yeah. their progression. Sabotager. Sabotage. Yeah, man. It's like, come on, dude. She just woke up. she been in isolation forever. Well, <laughs> What's up with that? She's just like, man, I just woke up, man. Kind of, you were getting into it a little bit briefly. Like, how about... throughout history a lot of different cultures have acknowledged sort of a third class Mm -hmm. that bridges you know male and female yeah and then how that always tends to get erased especially like in western culture in our society like it's just now so you think he might be mad because uh well i'm wondering if it's if it's intersectionality it's the show writers acknowledging the plight of such individuals like it's you know almost a metaphor for their experience like oh here you are briefly but we take you out within an episode or if that was almost kind of like a it could be seen as an ignorant blunder on the show's part does that make sense on the show's part like I could see someone being upset. Like, why would they brutally kill a character like this? So oh yeah, that's. I mean, th- this is that's is probably going to be talked about for decades. And, and now, do you, now, now, my question is, like, I wonder if they just did that, didn't really think of the ramifications of a scene like that would be with viewers, like in this climate social climate or if it is some it sort of if it's, if it's to per, instigate if, not not necessarily to instigate but to kind of like highlight the plight and experience of like transgendered individuals and you know yeah i think that it shows more symbolism mm-hmm. now that and, and you know what in the end of all after all of this episodes i believed it Matros is going to be the bad guy. Uh, William and Christine, they're all on the same team. With all of them have different um, different things that they're in it for because what William did makes no damn sense at all. I mean, why would you want to sleep with old girl? You know, it's a reason why he's getting close to her. I believe he's getting close to her because she's close to Letty and they couldn't get in Letty's house. So where did he sleep with her at? I you think, think Ruby is going to be turned into some sort of. Where did he sleep with her at? Where was he at when he slept with her? Who? William, when he slept with. Uh, with Ruby? Yeah, today. Where were they at? Were they at the house? It seemed like they, they were, were in the house. the house. Yeah. Christine can't get in the house. William was able to get in the house, but he was able to get in the house with her. Yeah, you're right. I see what you're saying. Yeah. He was welcomed yeah. in, and only vampire, vampires have to be welcomed into a house. Another vampire thing. Ooh, see? Yeah. 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 They can't enter any blessed place without being invited. And she's not bloodline, but she was taken into the house. And also, her name. It's very Mary Shelley version. A, her name is a, a part of, of the house because her sister put it on her to make her feel good about them losing her mom and something good came out of it. 
Yeah, because she said both of our names are on. They're on the deed. Mm-hmm. So her name, her name's on the deed. That's how he got in. Uh, yeah. Well, what's just, what's the takeaway from this episode? Overall, my least favorite episode so far. Mine too. I didn't really. I couldn't. I didn't get. It didn't excite me all that much. This show. You think it was too trail. filler? Well, it definitely was needed to progress the storyline, but it just was. It just didn't captivate me like the other episodes. Not that it wasn't good. It just was. There's my a, least favorite so far. There's so much relationship dynamics that are going on in this show too. There's a lot, and I think that was a really strong um, sense of camaraderie. Com- camaraderie was built at that point with Letty and Tick Mm -hmm. going through this together and the frustration that they've been feeling since they had sex on the bathroom counter is that Letty is uh, head over heels in love with Tick and um, he hasn't acknowledged these feelings that they have between them and she's pissed off that he took her virginity and hasn't stepped up yet and so she's really frustrated by all this stuff that's happening but there's a lot I think that was a really good um episode that brought the relationships this is a jealousy together this is a jealousy episode it's, it's a lot of there's so many people jealous like his father's jealous of his life um uh letitia's sister still showing jealousy of her uh, uh what's what's the, the, the what's the white witch with the blue eyes name christina yeah she's on a non-stop thing she's on a mission you know she's evidently mad about being a woman and jealous of men and not getting a job at marshall fields exactly all of that stuff and i think it's just a lot of jealousy in this one and uh she needs to just get on that that singing stuff man yeah she needs to go on and get uh her residency mm. in vegas vegas <laughs> reg- residency in vegas. a lot of women hate mm. since the first episode the women don't get a lot of credit in this show for yeah. the, the so, roles they're playing so it ends with the woman that can possibly translate getting her throat slit and that, that's where it ends so i guess we see where it picks it up picks up from there oh yeah and mm-hmm. anita speak on that one real quick what's that speak on that real quick the the women hate no being being on the other side as a female and watching this and and coming from an emotional perspective there's a lot of um, disdain for women in general that I feel coming from a couple of the gentlemen in this room or a lack of understanding. I think um, Tick just straight up <laughs> punched the two-spirit in the face. And he is. There's a lot of male ego, and it shows that male ego is so focal and so driven that they don't see all of the small things happening around them, the important things that are taking place. Um, so this is really kind of a parallel to... Um, the experiences we still have today in, in the differences of our relationships. It's very relationship-oriented. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Yeah. Which is why, Those I, was subtleties so, which are is why I was so dull. Relationships are a real drag, man. Yeah. JK. No, yeah. This, it was a good the episode. The misunderstandings are sure. what's the drag. It was, it was a good episode. Um I think so. It was different. I they're trying to they're they're making everyone different. So it's mm. kind of keeping your attention because why wouldn't you? The only thing that I and I hate to say this because I know you're a Gemini, but it feels like being in the mind of a Gemini in this show because it's jumping and you're seeing that they're having to cut things out and you're not following it. 
and you know these these scenes are scenes that they've seen so when they're probably watching it at the end after they've pieced it together it makes perfect sense to them but have you felt there's moments where you're just like how is this you almost can't wrap your mind around how did they know this is happening like we're not getting a lot of clues leading up to why they're choosing to use this particular situation um to like the the, the vault thing how did they know all these things were going to take place i feel like they're leaving out some of the learning of how the hell did they find out that the light was going <coughs> to shine off this certain thing and reflect to this certain thing and then this and there's just so many coincidences that aren't being explained. It kind of feels like it's choppy, and there's, yeah, you, you know, it's like we're it missing is, the deeper stuff. Yeah, it's they're vague at times. Yeah, it seems, you so know. it's kind of just like ah, oh, we were just over here, and other like uh, so yeah. I personally, I'm finding since George was killed, I'm I'm finding myself having a hard time, really, wanting to root for a character necessarily. Yeah. Like, I want them all to be fine and, you know, accomplish this goal, figure yeah. out what's going on with the order, but there's, there's just a not lot a, of, yeah. a lot of also, like, f- people fighting for the control. We got Montrose, yeah. who's a really strong character. Letitia's really strong. Tick's really strong. So you almost feel that pull of who's in charge, who's the leader, who's... So I think that, again, those are those relationship dynamics mm-hmm. where we're kind of, like, seeing... The struggle of communicating and um between all these different realms of things age you know race um gender we're, we're seeing the dysfunction of all of these things it's it's really highlighting a lot of that mm. well on that point we will uh want to plug anything there oh devin plug it plug it plug it check me out at Wait You Were Mormon with Devin Brown. It's a cool little podcast um, about people transitioning into different periods of their life, mostly for the better. Mm-hmm. Wait, you, go- you were Mormon? Yeah. I don't like talking about it, really. <laughs> only, only on the podcast. Only on the podcast. <laughs> don't run with brother. It's wherever, uh, you can find it wherever podcasts live. Check it out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, a quick Google should pull it right up. Mm-hmm. Money G, how you doing? I'm not Mormon, but I I serve uh, Jesus with the perm that looks like Eddie Murphy on Vampire from Brooklyn. Uh, I remember that show. Yeah, I, I, I serve that Jesus. I, I'm cool with it. But mm-hmm. um, I, I definitely uh, added a new uh, video on YouTube from uh, being up in Cleveland this weekend. Check it out, Money G at Funny Bone. Also check me out at Money G Goins on Facebook. And uh, I know y'all probably won't hear this in time, but we'll be at the Shrunken Head this Friday in Columbus, Ohio. Mm-hmm. So if you're in the neighborhood in the Columbus area, go check it out. Shrunken Head is now open. They yes. opened last week. Yes, they should be open every Friday. So Columbus, I've got an Ohio. old podcast called Show Me Shit Columbus. It might do a return soon. Let's do it. Sooner or later. Let's go. Bring it back. Um, you can Get find that. Get some people interview. I've got plenty of people to interview. Let's do it. Yeah. And, and so, uh, with that said, Lovecraft Country After Show. Adios. Bye.
You've been listening to a Focal Point podcast for the Focal Point Cinema and Sound Company.